Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Acknowledge me! Chris Russell on the Team 980. I'm not trying to be a jerk! Oh, we are off and running on a Friday afternoon, baby. Boys and girls, children of all ages, nice to have you aboard with us. In the nation's capital and beyond, man. Mm-hmm. With you until 4 o'clock on this Friday afternoon. It would help if I didn't knock out my headsets here. That would be great. JP the Kid, how are you? Hi. Playing golf, JP the kid. JP the kid. At it. What's up? I'm on the air. Yeah, come on, come on in and say hello. I mean, you're not you're done at one, right? <laughs> I thought your show don't come on until two. I was gonna say, your show ends at one, right? Essig, I'm sure this is helpful for whatever you have planned. Hard enough to keep it on track. There's nothing planned. That sounds like our guys. <laughs> That's old JP the kid playing golf in the uh, hallways here uh, at uh, Odyssey DC. What a zoo this place is. Let me tell you something. Uh, uh, that's for damn sure. Um, it is. Uh, it is that and, and 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 a bag of chips on top of that. All right, we do have actually things planned. Surprise! We do actually care about the show. We do actually prepare. We do actually come up with things to talk about. And we're scheduled to uh, be joined by London Fletcher at 2 o'clock. Uh, just w- awaiting double, triple confirmation on that. We scheduled that yesterday, as we told you. Uh, London, uh, of course, part of the radio broadcast crew. And he'll be heading up to MetLife Stadium tomorrow afternoon, as will the Commanders, for Sunday's 1 o'clock tilt on um, uh, at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. I might. Maddie, check this out. You, you you know I've mentioned the name Lenny the Legend before, right? So I, I probably shouldn't give this all out, but I, I will just because, uh, you know, he's my guy, and he won't mind. Um, so I call him yesterday as I'm stuck in miserable traffic. I haven't talked to him in weeks because he takes like eight vacations a year. He's on minimum of six cruises a year, just got back from Greece. I mean, he's got more vacation time than the Junkies and Kevin Chan. Combined. And uh, so I call him and, you know, I'm like, man, I miss you. I miss hanging out with you. And, you know, we just wind up talking or whatever. I'm like, you know, he's like, you going up on Sunday? And I'm like, yeah, I'm, like, you know, like trying to, you know, uh, figure out, you know, if I could sucker somebody into driving me, whatever. I'm like, wait, I have a thought. Why don't you, why don't I buy you a ticket? And why don't you just come up with me so I have somebody to talk to, somebody to keep me entertained, somebody to keep me from going stir crazy, right? Uh, And I said, you know, I'd probably be able to sit in the crowd with you because I'm not really there in an official work capacity. I do have a media credential, but it's more to go in the locker room after the game so I could sit with you most of the game. So he's like, oh, you know, got something going on for the daughter, you know, try and get out of it, see see what happens. And, And then he's like, how are you, you know, are you just driving up there? I'm like, yeah, I looked at Amtrak, uh, looked at this, looked at that. And he's like, well, maybe I can get you up there on a plane. 
He's like, you know, because he works for one of the major airlines. I don't want to say it because just, you know, just in case. But he has abilities, uh, you know, through certain things uh, to potentially take care of your boy. Lenny's our guy that's worked with wrestlers. Before. Oh, yes. So oh, yes. Lenny's also the guy that I need I need to get in contact for for getting you into a ring during a WrestleMania match, yeah, right? See, he's, you the guy, keep he's the think, guy. You keep thinking that I'm going to get, like, you keep thinking I'm Pat McAfee or something. What I mean, there's mean? there's Pat McAfee, and then there's a loser like me. I'm not getting in any ring at WrestleMania. I'm not getting in any ring at Raw but we just or need to get SmackDown. Side then. I mean, listen, I'd love to do it. I'd love to do it. I would be willing to do it if it was good for the show. I'm not like you know others who make bets and then don't fulfill them for various reasons. I do it. It's just the 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 plausibility of being able to do it. But yes, Lenny's got connections everywhere. He's got, let, let's just put it this way. He's got guys in his Rolodex that I only wish I could have. In every sport. In every sport. He's hooked. So anyway, he's like, you know, we could fly up from Dulles or Reagan Sunday morning and fly back. I'm like, hmm, this might be the closest thing I... How did I not? I didn't think of this. I didn't remember that I'm lucky enough to have a friend like Lenny Brooks. I didn't figure this out. He offered. Now, let's see if it happens. I'll probably be trudging along 95 in bumper-to-bumper traffic in the second quarter of the game. Because you left too late. Because No, because, yes, I leave too late, but traffic sucks. And it finds me. Anyway. So I might have an in. I might have a connection. I might be flying my ass up to Newark and then having to take a train or an Uber or a taxi over from Newark to MetLife. But it would be worth it. If I don't have to make a nine and a half hour round trip drive, nine and a half hour round trip drive and go through what I had to go through on the way to Philadelphia which I didn't even tell the whole story. Let's ride. I didn't even tell the whole story because part of it was gross. Um, but if I can avoid that, like Russell Wilson said, let's ride. Plane me, baby. I used to, we used to fly with the Redskins. Tw- it was 33 minutes to Newark from Dulles and 28 minutes from Newark I'm, I'm sorry, from Dulles to Philadelphia. The two easiest road trips of the year. It was like, down. You know, you you hardly had a chance to get. Can't even get comfortable. Yeah. I mean, it was quick, but it was shorter to do that and more economical time-wise than because of traffic to get on charter buses from Redskins Park over to Union Station and rent a private Excella or Amtrak like like some teams, maybe a lot of teams do. Like teams that come up and down the Philadelphia, New York cor- uh, corridor to Washington, D.C. A lot of them take the you know private Excella. You know, they'll rent out a, a an Excella for the whole traveling party or whatever it is. But to get from Ashburn all the way to Union Station could take you an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes. You know, I virtually do it every day. So that's why they fly out of Dulles privately to Philadelphia and Newark. So I might be doing the same thing, just not privately like I used to. Oh, well. Uh, All right. So anyway, uh, we're scheduled. I'm sure London remembers those trips because, uh, well, A, he's still on them. Uh, B, he used to make them as a player. Uh, So we're scheduled to talk to London Fletcher uh, at 2 o'clock. Anyway, let's get into this. And here's where I wanted to start the show. The Commanders have a game that almost everybody thinks, hey, man, you got to win this game. You got to win this game. You cannot lose to the one win beat up. We don't even know who's playing New York Giants. Even though it's on the road, 
even though it's at MetLife Stadium, even though they swept you in somewhat controversial fashion last year, even though it's a division game, most people feel this is a game you cannot lose. I felt that way against the Chicago Bears. And boy, was I wrong. And so were you. And so was everybody. We all know what happened. So out of me, you're not going to hear this is a game you cannot lose. This is a game you should not lose. But this is not a game that you cannot lose. So let's start there. Let's start there. Easily, the Giants could eke out a win here because the Commanders, quite honestly, are, again, inconsistent, and they are as mediocre to mediocre plus on a good day as you ever possibly can be. That's what their DNA tells you. Year after year after year after year after year, their DNA tells you they're mediocre. Mediocre. That's it. And when you're mediocre, maybe mediocre plus on a good day, you win about eight games a year. Sometimes it's seven. Sometimes it might be nine. It's never nine, seemingly, for this team. They haven't won nine in a, uh, since uh, 2015. But you get the point. So they should win this game. But I don't think in any way, shape, or form this is an absolute lock-to-win game or a even a must-win game. They should win it. But what would happen, and what will this tell us if they win by any means? One point, two points, three points, seven points, ten points, twenty points, whatever it might be. And you can add that to your call at 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. What will a win of any sort, however you kind of forecast it, tell us about this team? And by extension, because it's very possible that they could and might lose this game, even if Tyrod Taylor is the quarterback, which it's trending towards, even if the Giants are without two or three-fifths of their starting offensive line, which it's trending towards, most notably Andrew Thomas again, their stud left tackle. They lost Lemieux, not Mario, to a blown biceps or triceps, one of the two. Uh, Evan Neal was upgraded slightly in practice yesterday, but he stinks anyway. I mean, they're signing Justin Pugh off the streets. That's what he said on Sunday Night Football last night. But here's the bottom line. The the Giants could win this game. They played as hard and as competitive and as feisty as you possibly could against the Buffalo Bills. Now, they had a major bird brain moment at the end of the half, or... They would have won that game or at least been in position for Graham Gano to kick a game-winning field goal if everything played out the way it did. The Giants got screwed by the officiating a couple of times, but, but they also screwed themselves significantly. I can't imagine... That kind of bird brain behavior happens again, whether it's Tyrod Taylor, Daniel Jones, or Santa Claus at quarterback. So the Giants could win this game. Again, the Red, the Commanders should win this game, but certainly not a guarantee and certainly not a will, and there's no way you can lose this game. What will it tell us either way? With your prediction, obviously, as part of that. And if you want to say, well, I think they're going to win by three points, whatever. And it doesn't matter, people, what Vegas thinks. They know nothing. They have no control over the game. They know nothing that you don't know. Trust me on that. 
And anybody that tells you otherwise is just simply fooling you. The sharks, the sharps, don't, they don't know anything. They, they have no idea what's going to happen in this game or in any other game. None. Okay, so, and I don't either. I mean, I could make a strong argument that the commanders are going to win. I can make a strong argument that, hey, man, based on the commanders not being able to handle prosperity ever or usually or most of the time, and, again, the Giants playing feisty as you-know-what, and the Giants getting a little bit healthier maybe, and the Giants being at home, and the Giants having the commander's number seemingly most years, and certainly last year, by hook or by crook. The Giants, I could make an argument that they should win or could win. I don't know if I should. I could make an argument that they should win. I could make an argument that they could win. And that's the difference right there. I could make a, and I will, make a strong argument that the commander should win and could win. I don't know if I could make an argument, even a weak one, that the Giants should win. They could win. I don't know if I can make a strong argument, or any argument at all, that they should win. There's a difference, right? But I could do that for the Commanders, and I will. So what will a win or a loss tell us at 301-230-0980, 9-80. On the Ace Law listener lines, in a wreck, Ace Law, I hope you get a check. Call them at 8888-ACE-LAW. 8888-ACE-LAW. And call us at 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. Now, in addition to that, has the first six games been satisfactory or unsatisfactory? Think about this. Three and three through six is the best Ron Rivera's group has seen. They were one and five in 2020, bounced back, and won a bad division. They were two and four in 2021, did not bounce back, won seven games. And last year through six, they were two and four as well, winning that Chicago game after winning the opener and then losing four in a row at Detroit, home for Philly, at Dallas, home for Tennessee, sandwiched around again a tight win against Jacksonville and a tight, maybe even tighter win at Chicago. So one and five, two and four, two and four playoffs in the first year because the division was lousy and you got in somehow on a magic carpet ride at seven and nine. And you were 6-9 and nine coming into the final game of the season at Philadelphia. And maybe, just maybe, not conclusive, not absolutely proven, maybe you would have lost that game if Jalen Hurts didn't get sat aside. Now, I, again, Jalen Hurts was not as good in that game as people think he was. He, he was fine at times. He ran a couple of touchdowns, had one long pass, so on and so forth. He was better than Nate Sudfeld. I'm not arguing that. But it's not like, oh, they only won that game because Jalen Hurts was benched. They could have won it another way. Maybe more unlikely, that's fair. So you could make an argument that maybe if they don't get that break, they don't win the division, they finish at 6-10 and because that's still a 16-game season. Remember, they were 6-9 and nine going in, and they don't make the playoffs, and here we are in year four, and Ron has really shown nothing. Zip, zip, zip. So 3-3 three and three after six represents, not by far, but a full game better than the best six-game mark in the Ron Rivera era. Again, two and four the last two years, one and five in year one. And ironically, that was the year that they won something and made the playoffs. But anyway, is that satisfactory or is that unsatisfactory through six games? Because, again, on one hand, you could say, well, three and three, 
Better than two and four. Better than one and five. You know what it's also better than? Five and 11. Not very good. That's what it's better than. Of course, five and 11 hasn't happened yet, and it could still theoretically happen. But we'll let Coach Spurrier deal with that. They're three and 11. Not very good. Sorry, Coach. Sorry. Sorry. I I apologize. Appreciate that. Didn't mean to call you in off the golf course, Steve. Not very good. That's true. You were not very good. That is very true. And neither is three and three, quite honestly. They started off two and oh. Three and three is okay. It's fine. It's average. It's mediocre. It's what they are. It's not good enough. To me, it's unsatisfactory. My argument for why the Commanders should win this game, could win this game, why the Giants could win this game, and what will this win or what will this loss tell us, along with your phone calls coming up, 301-230-0980, and satisfactory or unsatisfactory, through six at three and three, the best record through six of the Ron Rivera regime, all on the table. For you at 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980 as we just get rocking and rolling. On a Friday afternoon, good to have you with us, Russell on the radio, along with Matty Ice, and you at 301-230-0980 on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Always one of the best funkier tunes. Like it. I don't remember you playing this much, Matty Ice, it's if at all. Yeah, we're, I was we're gonna say to the show opens. Out of boy. I like it. I like it. I saw something for the first time last night. I gotta get to that in the store at Wegmans. I don't know what it is still. All these hours later, I took a picture of it. I was hoping maybe somebody might be able to help me. We'll get to that coming up later. Plus, our NFL Sunday Super Six Pack. We were 6-0 against the spread last week, baby, and nobody gave a hoot. How did that bet pay off for you? Um, I'm still waiting for it to pay off. (laughs) Still waiting. Uh, London Fletcher has confirmed. He will join us at 2 o'clock, and you can join us right now on the bet uh, on the uh, Ace Law listener lines, not the BetQL guest hotline, the Ace Law listener lines at 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980 in a rec. Ace Law, I'll help you get a check. Uh, give him a call at 8888-ACE-LAW. So, again, what will this win tell us? What will a loss tell us? I'll just quickly go through mine. A win, unfortunately, against the Giants because they're so beat up and because they're 1-5, in five, even though they played really, really hard and balls to the wall last Sunday night against a much better team than the Commanders, a win, unfortunately, will tell us nothing. It'll be treated 
as ho-hum, you did what you should have done. That's how the perception will be. That being said, for me, I think, you know, if they go in there and somehow win by 10-plus, I think that tells you, you know what? They handled prosperity for this week. They had their heads squared on straight. They showed up at 102 instead of 202 or 232. And they took care of business and they beat a team that they are and should be better than. That's me. But I think most people, especially if it's a three-point win, a two-point win, a four-point win, something like that, will go, oh, wake me up when something's important. And that's, you know, listen, that's the reality or that's perception, and it's often greater than reality. Reality should be any win is a good win, especially on the road in the division. Because the Giants are better than one in five. And the Giants... Not have owned you, but they've had the better of you in the last several years. Even in games that didn't mean anything. Now, Washington did sweep a season series in 2021 from them. Again, a game that meant absolutely nothing to anybody. Game 17, both teams playing horribly out the string. And the commanders went in and took care of business and and played pretty much lights out. But last year, when the games meant more, the commanders were tight. The commanders were there. The commanders should have won at least one of those games and lost both. So this win, if they get it, I think public perception-wise will be a snore fest, especially if it's tight or it will be an anxiety-riddled win. And that's fine, right? That's understandable. You you want some breathing room. But, again, I, I say, like, if they find a way to win and it's like a 10-point margin of victory, you got to say, hey, man, tip your cap. They handled it well. They didn't – they weren't getting their teeth mauled in, mashed in, like they were last week. They did what they should do. And they improved to four and three. And at worst, even with a loss to the Eagles next Sunday at FedEx, you finish the unofficial, unofficial, official, unofficial first half of your season at four and four. But if you lose this game, and then, of course, if you lose next week and you're three and five, that's a completely different twist. And even if you find a way to beat the Eagles next week, again, at three and four, ain't nobody going to have much confidence in you. And you're playing at home, which has been a recent house of horrors, despite the fan support, despite the sellouts, all of that. If they lose, it will tell us what? If they lose significantly, it will tell me that once again, Once again, this team can only be counted on to be mediocre at best. And that's being kind. It will tell us that this team is never going anywhere, no matter what Ron or anyone wants to say. It will tell us that once again, they did not prepare themselves to play especially if it's conjoined with a small uh, a slow start or joined with or as a result of a slow start. If they lose a close game back and forth 24-21, you know, 23-20, 27-24, listen, we're going to pick apart things and say gosh, if they would have done this, this but I- I'm not going to go crazy because again, I'm not one of these guys that sitting here saying the Giants have no chance, no right, no way to win. Of course they do. Again, could they? Yes. Should they? No. The commanders, could they? Yes. Should they? Yes. That's the difference. But they could lose. And they could lose a tight one. And most of you will be upset and say, oh, they suck. Jack needs to get fired. Ron needs to get fired. Ron sits there with his hands folded and whatever. 
And they're the same old tired-ass excuses and complaints and rationale. Instead of looking at every game and going, well, the reason why they lost this particular game is because, I don't know, fill in the blank. They gave up seven sacks to a team that doesn't have seven sacks all year. Or, once again, they had a religious aversion to running the ball. Or whatever. All right, 132. Tell you what. Sanchez, hang on. You're going to be first up in the leadoff spot, followed by Robert, Ed, Roy. We're all coming at you. Let's do a quick trending alert, and then we'll come on right back with you on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Yep, Commander's wrapping up practice. Kendall Fuller is expected to be able to give it, give it a go uh, on uh, Sunday at MetLife Stadium against the 1-5 New York Giants. Full day coverage here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Don't forget to check out the DOC and Linnell Willingham right after the game and during the game as well. Again, here on the Team 980 from MetLife Stadium, London Fletcher will join us at 2 o'clock. Meanwhile, Jameer Gibbs of the Detroit Lions expected to retire, uh, return, return, return against the Baltimore Ravens for the Detroit Lions uh, this week. And uh, from the NBA, four-time NBA champion and defensive stalwart Andre Iguodala, Last of the Golden State Warriors expected to retire. And that's what's trending. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Will the Commanders be taking care of business on a Sunday afternoon in the Meadowlands? That's the question for you. And what will it mean? What will it tell us, a win or a loss, no matter how you kind of paint the uh, picture? And also, is a 3-3 three and three start the best of the Ron Rivera era through six games? Satisfactory or unsatisfactory to you? I mentioned quickly it's unsatisfactory to me. Why? Because it ain't good enough. And they were 2-0 and oh to start. And I feel lousy about the two blowout losses. Like, if they were two competitive losses, they are what they are. You get annihilated twice, embarrassed, undressed, pillaged, stomped on, especially at home. I I can't feel good about that. It's unsatisfactory. It's unsatisfactory. All right, let's get to the phone's. First in the leadoff spot is going to be our guy, Sanchez. But Ritter gets about high stamp. He's going to fire left. Pick out! Pick out! Pick out, Jamie Davis! Jamie Davis! Game! Set! Match! Let's go! Let's go! Yes! Oh, yes! Yeah. <laughs> oh. Check that guy out, Russell. <laughs> who is that guy? Who is that who maniac? Is. I, I I don't know. He turns into a a, a different guy on game day. I uh, know, man. Uh, you are a lunatic. <laughs> Holy crap! It's one of the best things that I look forward to now. Uh, and I always send it to Matt when I see it. Matt does a great job reminding me of it because I totally forgot because I sent it to him like five days ago and we've been waiting for your call. And Matt's like, don't forget, don't forget. Give me a chance here before you pull up Sanchez. I've got something. I've got the thing. And oh, it's God. you just going absolutely maniacally berserk. Oh. But you know what? Dude, I mean, been- listen, compared to Al Michaels last night, which everybody hated, man, they would love you. I mean, Grant and Danny would just love you. They'd slurp you up. Woo. Oh, good Lord. Uh, no, I'm loyal. I'm loyal. I'm on here on 980 with you, buddy. But I, I hear you. Um, I appreciate that. Shout out to, to uh, On the Warpath. You can find me on YouTube. But, uh, you know, Chris, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about this game, and I'm kind of on pins and needles about it because – I, and I, I get what you're saying about 
you know, it, it, it's every it's one game, right? But it just seems consistently when expectations are supposedly supposed to be changing and uh, moving in a different direction, it always seems like this is the bugaboo game. Mm-hmm. Guys who look average, like Daniel Jones, comes out and drinks like uh, Michael Jordan's serum from uh, Space Jam <laughs> and goes nuclear on us. Uh, Saquon may have bad games, and then he goes out and becomes like uh, the combination, the love child of Emmett Smith and Adrian Peterson all in one. And I, I, I don't know what it is. I hope they get some shaman man uh, to just uh, talk to this team and put some – uh, to get the hex off of us. We, got, we go in here all the time, and we don't play these guys up to standard. We could not. We punched the Eagles in the mouth last year. We punched the Cowboys. Granted, I know it was the end of the season. They weren't playing for much. But we punched them in the mouth. But for some reason, when we play the Giants, we get scared. And then to this 3-3 three and three record start, I mean, Chris, this is like buying a new suit at Goodwill. Come on, man. We got to do something better than – uh, uh, three and three starts. So Ron Vera, he, he, I mean, can we get four and three out of the first game? Let's get a positive there. But uh, I appreciate you all, and I'll probably be in my corner um, freaking out on Sunday, guys. But uh, my guy, if, if you if you can think about it, when you do one of those, right? If you can like send it to me, it'll help me remember yes, because we want to make this a regular feature, like we've done the last two wins, because it's really entertaining. I like it. Yeah. Hey, and I need to get you on there, too, one day. You and I have to have a sit-down conversation. I think that'd be entertaining. That would be great. (laughs) Just send me a message, and we'll get it done. Okay, pal? Yes, sir. My guy, Sanchez, uh, he is uh, uh, going just crazy. Uh, He sits there with his headsets on, and he reacts. I I don't know how he does it with the video. I don't know if he's recording the whole game. I have no idea. Or him on the whole game. It's his video. There's the audio that we just played. It's crazy. Sanchez is so locked in. He's so locked in. He's, the again, the anti-Al Michaels. Everybody mad at 78-year-old Al Michaels for no reason last night. Yes! Let's go! That's just a snippet. A snippet, as somebody used to say. Robert is in Annapolis. What's up, Robert? How are you? Hey, good afternoon. I'd say this game is critical from a fan uh, perspective in that now with Stan Snyder gone, the fan base has become revitalized. They've had three home games, all sellouts. Uh, the first, uh, the opener was a win, but it was uninspiring. And in the other two, the team got boat raced. And in order to keep the fans, uh, they're always going to be interested, but to keep them involved, you know, to go to, to take the time and go to the expense to go to these home games, the team has to perform better at home. Um, so I really think it's important, and plus it's also a division game. Well, they're on the, yeah, but they're on the road this week. What am I thinking? Uh, my error. I, I was thinking. Okay, it's next. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm next week the they're Eagles. at home against the Eagles. I'm right. thinking of the Eagles game. Yeah. I'm a week ahead. I'm That's sorry. Right. I, I'm That's sorry. Okay. I apologize. That's all right. So I think it's important for them to win this game. This is what I meant to say. It's important for them to win this game so that they come home with the fans having a positive attitude, so when they're playing the Eagles, they're playing the Eagles at home next week, yes, correct? Yes, correct. I'm 70 years old, Jesus. <laughs> but uh, the point the point being that from the fan perspective, you want the fans to stay involved and interested so that when they come home next week and play another division rival, you don't want to be have a whole week uh, on a down note to a team. They really should be. The Commanders are a better team than the Giants. I know the Giants have played some good teams, but they really seem disjointed, and and I think the commanders simply have more talent right now. So hopefully they can take care of that because when you come home next week, you want that. This is where I was uh, intended to head with this. You want them to uh, have the fans uh, be in attendance at home and be involved and interested, uh, and that's what. I mean, uh, here, here's the problem with that theory, though, I, and I understand what you where you're trying to come from. Number one, next week because it's the Eagles is probably going to be like. Maybe 55-45 Commanders. Maybe it might be 55-45 Eagles. Who knows? And really? It, it, oh, really? Yeah. I, thought, I thought I would think it would be more Commanders than you're used to. I know the um, Eagles do travel maybe. and all that. I mean, I maybe the Commanders might have more than they used to, which is to say, you know, maybe it would be 55-45. Oh. But in years past, it's been largely Eagles because, you know, Commanders fans have not 
shown up, and for good reason. And they haven't been given a reason. Well, you, uh, well, you want to get it back to where your 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 home stadium is filled, at least primarily with your right. your fans. So right. that's really what my whole point is. You want the team to perform well, uh, particularly against their division rivals, so that when they are home against them. Uh, they can have their fans uh, invest their time and money and go out there and support the team. I got you. Thank you, Robert. Appreciate you. 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law listener lines. Let's get one more here before we take a quick time out. London Fletcher coming up in about 15 or so minutes. Uh, let's get to Ed in Alexandria next up on the Team 980. What's up, Ed? How are you? What's going on? I'm good, Rooster. How are you? Good, Eddie. Uh, good, good, good. Uh, critical. This game, to me, is critical. It's more critical for uh, Rivera because, you know, I mean, the team has looked terrible. And now, disrespect to the Giants because they are a professional team as well. They also get paid. But you should beat them. You should beat this team, and you should beat them, you know, in the double digits, in my opinion. The Giants can only beat you by running the football. They're only going to be one-dimensional, okay? And my problem with this team is the inconsistency in preparation to the games. They look flat. Rivera just can't seem to get this team going from one game to the next. Uh, the Giants has had a number since... He's been here. Um, I mean, that's just it's critical. Uh, the defense needs to show up. I watch other teams, and they got one stud. This stud shows up in every game. We supposedly have four or five studs in, the, in, our, in our defense, and so far they're not. I'm very disappointed as well that they, in a way, they messing up with the rookie. You know, mm-hmm. his confidence level when he comes back. It may not be. And that's on the coaching stuff. I mean, you you have mini camps. You have OTAs, training. I mean, all these off-seasons to, you know, evaluate talent. You cannot go into a season with a bad offensive line, first of all. And the scouting, to me, has been a problem with Rivera. They have not scout very well. I watch other teams. They are. They're good. Look well, Detroit, listen, Detroit, Ed, there's Detroit, no, there's Detroit, no doubt that they, there's no doubt that they're missing something. But he, here's the one thing that I would say: they're not the only team to overevaluate their talent. And here's the problem uh, that the NFL faces, and maybe it's bad or mediocre organizations uh, that face it more than the great organizations like Kansas City and whatnot. Is you know you can't you can't test these guys enough. Because they can't tackle, because they can't, like, no matter what any coach tells you, you're not going 100% the way you are in September, in August, July, June, what have you. You just can't. But that's coaching, though. I mean, you, I mean, there's this rookie guy who I think has talent. Yes, he's made some mistakes. He's a ball hawker. But you put it all the problems that this defense has have, have on him by benching him. Why not? Why not bench fifty-seven and put two hill in there? Well, it, well, they don't. Yeah. I appreciate the phone call. They don't play the same position. That's the problem. I mean, and 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 we'll talk to London Fletcher about Cody Barton as well. But by the way, he had his best game. I mean, Jack Del Rio kept saying, "I like the way he prepares. I like the way he leads. I like the way he's you know he runs. He calls the game. He had his best game. Yeah, he wasn't perfect. He had his best game." But you can't put put Casey Tuhill in at Mike linebacker, you know. And I more you mean probably Khalid Hudson or David Mayo. And we talked about that all last week, right? And they did sprinkle in a little Khalid Hudson, but Khalid Hudson's not a Mike linebacker either. We'll ask London Fletcher about all of this stuff coming up in about fifteen minutes. Time to take a quick timeout. Get back on track here. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. On the Ace Law listener lines with you on the team. 980 in the Odyssey app. (laughs) 
I'm just about to put up a number on Twitter slash X that might blow your mind a little bit. I don't I think we teased this yesterday, but I don't think we actually uh provided it. So I'm putting it out right now. Uh for anybody that wants to uh, go check it out. It's at WrestleMania 621, but I'll give you what it basically is right here on the radio first. And that is for all the bitching and moaning and carping and complaining about the commander's offensive line. You just heard Ed mention bad offensive line. And I think that is the prevailing theory from many commanders fans. Even though we told you Again, according to PFF. Now, you don't have to like it, but you have to respect it. PFF only had the offensive line and running backs and tight ends, meaning everyone but Sam Howell, responsible for 14 out of the 34 sacks, which meant what? Not a math major here. 20 of the 34 sacks on Sam Howell. Not a good not a good thing. Not a good thing. But here's what the number that I wrote down yesterday during my research and I never got to put it up. The commanders have an ESPN pass block win rate. Win rate. And again, this is the ESPN, uh, you know, chip technology and all that stuff, uh, analytics, What you know, what, however they do all that. It's with the chip technology and all that. It's not like just arbitrary where some dum-dum is sitting there and grading every player that makes, uh, you know, a pass rush. of the time, the commanders have won their pass blocks, which is 13th in the NFL, right? Not exactly one-third or top third, but pretty close, 57%. You know what the San Francisco 49ers are with Trent Williams? 50%. 50%. We're 23rd in the league. Now, a bunch of that comes from last Sunday against the Cleveland Browns. So we should point out it wasn't that bad before last Sunday. And Trent got hurt, came back two plays later, and was not very good as he was dealing with a bum foot. Plus, they had no Christian McCaffrey, and they lost Debo Samuels. So teams were uh, a, a good, really good defense, an aggressive defense with a premier edge pass rusher and more, were able to tee off on Brock Purdy and therefore is the worst game for the 49ers. So, again, just, you know, a little bit out of context, but we're adding context to it. I don't know what they were before last week. I would imagine they were probably, you know, 15th, 16th, somewhere in that range, maybe a little bit higher. I don't know. If somebody knows, please point it out. But right now, as we stand, with 34 sacks allowed, and again, this tells you... More of what you need to know. The Commanders, 57%, 13th in the NFL. The 49ers uh, are uh, 50% in terms of the pass block win rate and 23rd in the league. And just in terms of run blocking, let me give you one more here before the top of the hour and we break for London Fletcher. Run blocking, the Commanders are at 69%, which is 25th in the league. The 49ers, even with Christian McCaffrey healthy until midway through last week's game, even with Kyle Juszczyk, even with George Kittle, even with Kyle Shanahan's system and scheme, they were only at 70%. A notch better. 20th in the NFL because there's such a small gap. Again, but 1% more in run block win rate, 70% than the commander, 69%. Just interesting. The Chiefs, 70% run block win rate. The difference, and maybe this is, again, the overall arching point, not that Patrick Mahomes never gets sacked, but Patrick Mahomes knows how to operate that offense as good as anybody. Eric Bieniemy or no Eric Bieniemy, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, 72% pass block win rate, number one in the NFL.
Again, the commander is number 13, not bad, 57%. So there's a 15% difference. You think that's all on Andy Reid? You think that's all on uh, Matt Nagy? You think that's or or do you you think that's all on Jawan Taylor who was benched at one point? You think? Or do you think that's quarterback operational error and play? What do you think? I'll just make a note real quick because I found the article that you were talking about, the ESPN article. Um, What I'm seeing on this is it's through all week five games, which would mean that this does not even include for the 49ers, the 49ers versus the Browns game. So this is a 50% pass block win rate through week five, not including the bad loss or not bad loss, but the loss in week six. Oh, I didn't see that. Which would theoretically even worsen their record for that. Okay. This is a uh this is a good point. Okay. I did not because we're we're through week six now. We're into week seven. Correct. This is about to be the start of or okay. well, I guess yesterday was the start of week seven. Okay. Uh, why haven't they updated it at this point? I, I don't mean, know it's... if that's also that might be just a mistake because it's saying that yeah. it was updated October seventeenth, right. which, which will three lead days to ago. through week that's six. That's what but I saw. It says I week five, okay. so I'm not sure. All right. Either way, the day whatever point the data and it and to your point, it might be even more exaggerated because or or less exaggerated because it might not include the Cleveland Browns game for Correct. the forty nine. This could have been through them still being undefeated. Okay. Interesting. All right, three oh one two three oh zero nine eighty. We'll take a quick time out here, top of the hour. London Fletcher, the Iron Man, coming up next. He'll be on the call for the Commanders and the Giants. And of course played here for a long time, widely considered the best free agent signing of the Dan Snyder era. We'll ask him about Jamin Davis, Cody Barton, and Jack Del Rio and much more. All coming up in just a couple of moments. Stay tuned. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.